the nerds take over. Us? Huh? Welcome to Nerdables episode 163. This week, Chris, Ethan, and I have the sniffles. I don't have the sniffles. Oh, you don't have the sniffles? No. Well, Chris no, and I I'm, do. I'm the sick one, so um, <laughs> my voice sounds totally different. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about Rogue One, the uh, ticket sales. Rogue One. Just Rogue One? You already saw the movie. Uh, All those people that... Oh, yeah? Well, did. I can tell you the spoiler. You want to know the biggest spoiler in the whole movie? No. They get the Death Star plans. I think they don't. That'd be interesting. <laughs> it's like, oh wait, the story's not done. Uh, no, I guess a couple of people got. There was something going on. Like, well, they're going to make it a trilogy, right? No, so no, they're no. Gonna, they're, they're no gonna drag the, other, it on. the other night or whatever. I think Friday night or Saturday night, the day that it rained, there were pictures of like a red carpet mm-hmm. and all this stuff on Hollywood Boulevard, and there was a Rogue One banner in the back. So all these people online are like, "The Rogue One premieres tonight." I was like, "It's." Like four, three weeks away. No, it's not premiering tonight. Yeah. It's like some parade or something. Yeah, it was the it was the Hollywood. Uh, yeah, the Hollywood Christmas Christmas parade. parade. And because of the way the picture was situated, it there looked- was a whole bunch of people that thought it was the Rogue One premiere. One of the guys I know posted something about staying home, and he's mm-hmm. he's like an extra and all this other stuff. So his friends all thought that he was staying home from the Rogue One premiere, and he's like, "No, I go to the Hollywood <laughs> Christmas parade every year." With my girlfriend to see it, but because it's raining, we're not going. Right. Yeah. Do you guys really think that I would have skipped going to the Rogue One premiere? <laughs> like, come on. But there's no, there's no way there's a premiere now. No. It's kind of funny the way that you put those pictures together and your mind leads you to a conclusion because of something that really doesn't make any sense because it's, it's on like the side of a building. Yeah. All the way in the background up to the right hand corner. Mm-hmm. You're like, they, they wouldn't. That's not the only place they'd have that sign. Plus, I don't think they have a red one. They have a black. It's probably just like a billboard in the. In yeah, no, the it's distance. like the it's like the Mons, uh, the the Mons Chinese Theater, the Gr- Man's Chinese Theater, Gr- the, whatever. What do they what do they call it now? TCL, TCL, whatever. No, um, it's a TCL. Gromans. I think it's I think it's one of their no, like. Well, no, TCL Grauman's Theater, Chinese uh, Theater. I think it was one of their their columns or spires or whatever has it wrapped around it. So. Mm. All I know is that uh, we were down there a couple weeks ago for Arabella's uh, improv class, and they had the street blocked off, and you know they had tents and everything set up on the side of El Capitan, where mm-hmm. they normally would. That's if they're going to do a Rogue One, that's where their main stage and everything's going to be because El Capitan's owned by Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that don't live in LA, and we were like, "Wait, is that Rogue One?" And I was like, "No, no, no, it can't be. It's way too early." No, it was the. Uh, Moana or whatever it is. Moana. They, you know, because I'm like, okay, that one was because usually if you're going to do a premiere, it's, it's usually two weeks or at least two weeks out from the movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're we're like a week. Yeah, yeah. I don't it, see it's, them it's doing like it the more. It's, it's, the it's a two. To, yeah. Well, you know, it depends if they're doing a if they're doing like a an LA premiere and a New York premiere mm-hmm. or a in LA and a London premiere, they'll do it like within two weeks. So well, know, I think it's also isn't a premiere. Yeah. Right. Here's a single word. It's like when you go to Dodger Stadium and they have the first pitch participants and then the other first pitch participants. That's technically impossible. By definition, a first pitch is the first pitch. That's it. You can't have a second They all throw it at the same time. So now you have first pitches if they all throw it at the same time. But no, it's like your Southern California Honda dealers are going (laughs) to throw the first pitch. And it's like Larry from the 
Larry's sore, throws it, there he goes. Now welcome this actor from some show you've never heard of to throw out the first pitch tonight. No, he isn't. Right. The Honda dude just threw out the first But they can't say it's not the first pitch because then it's, yeah. Yeah, but it's like there's 30 of them. Like, guess what? That's that's not special anymore. I threw out the the, the 25th pitch. (laughs) I yelled at it. Right. I didn't yell at it. I was explaining to my friend Doug who pre-ordered, quote unquote, the Metallica album that came out last week. I told him why that term doesn't exist. He's like me where... He he'll get a burr, you know. He gets that 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 burr up his butt when something like that's wrong, and I pointed out to him, and he's like, "I'm never going to use that term again." <laughs> he's like, "You're right." I said, "You either order the damn thing or you don't." You can yeah. just like it, it's like when you go to a restaurant when you're ordering food, it hasn't been made yet. If you go to a good restaurant, you're not pre-ordering the food even though it hasn't been made. But what if you are? There's no what such if, thing as pre-order. Wait, what if you are? Not in the theater, in the in the uh, restaurant yet. So, like in the morning, you are nope, you're ordering, ordering your food. You just said it. To be you made. just said what it is. It doesn't matter when you order it, right? It's you're still, still ordering. ordering it. Yes, there's no such thing as pre-ordering. Yeah, it's one of those. I, it's one of those niche terms that came through in retail. Yeah. Um. So other like than Black Friday, yeah, Rogue One tickets went on sale last night, which they said was supposed to be at Monday morning. But they went on sale at nine twenty, Eastern time. No, they went on no sale. at nine twenty Pacific time. They went on sale at nine oh one Pacific time. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was twelve. They went on sale twelve oh one Eastern time. Was it? So, but rather I than oh, yes, I guess three, it is. Three three hours, hours, yeah. yeah. So they went on sale at nine oh one here, and the theater that I wanted to go to had, was not ready. So oh really? I up, yeah, I wanted to go to the Roxy. Oh, because the seats are better in the Roxy, especially for Melissa's. Mm-hmm. Melissa's back. Did you so have you gone to the we, the, uh, the one over here in Jans now where they have the reclining seats and anything? No, we haven't been in since I forgot that they changed those. Yeah, they have reclining. You know, you can they have yeah. Full well, that's the thing reclining. That's, they, they have they a full bar. Kind of and, well, that's what you have to do to charge people twenty yeah. bucks a ticket. So I kept refreshing that page, and it was saying. Drop down the date for show times, so you can't go to the date thing because it's not on movie phone and it's not mm-hmm. on Fandango. Fandango it's, had it, Fandango. or not the Roxy? Fandango did not have the Roxy, correct? Because they had they had the Roxy jams and movie yes. mm-hmm. So I go to to change it, and it has the next three days, and then select days in December for the Fandango events, the Fathom events. Mm-hmm. They're doing like the the Nutcracker from the London Ballet or yeah. something on the eighteenth or whatever. Yeah. So finally, I have to text Melissa. I said, I'm like, I, I, we're, we're going to end up at MovieCo. I'm sorry. Just get them because we don't want to do what we did last year because we went on Friday for episode seven. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, it was all spoiled for of, you. No, it wasn't spoiled for me. It just sucked as you knew everybody else was going <laughs> and kind of that, that excitement build up. So yeah. I go to uh fandango for the movie times for the car mic or movie co whatever you want to call it and there's eighty thousand different options yes because every showing has 16 different types of seats right. i thought i got the right seat two tickets <laughs> click click fifty nine fifty. see that's what we were trying to figure out because nope. last night after because it was 21 plus yeah okay. upstairs 
twenty one ninety five a ticket plus a six dollar per ticket charge instead of three. Oh, they've uh, they've increased that price. Well, now. no, just those tickets were. Th- for no, some that's what reason. I mean is they they've increased the twenty one and older. Well, yeah, because yes. then it's 20, the movie it theater twenty four ninety five. It was fifty nine dollars. I'm like, I I don't go to a hockey game with two people for sixty bucks. Are you kidding me? Uh-huh. So I kick out of that and I'm going, dude, I'm gonna lose this. This sucks. So the seven thirty seats were gone and everything I could find. So then I hit the 830, and it's like regular, just regular old, nope, D-Box seating. That's $17.95 a piece. So that's 40 something dollars. Nope. Click back. Where? where just like regular, not, can you have non-premier, just something? Finally get the right ones. Two seats, and actually the ones I wanted, middle of the back row. Mm-hmm. So no one behind you. So Dude, it's so cool. Do you look at the new thing? Do you look at that? Oh, dude, it's all gross, dude. Dude, dude, I hate that. <laughs> so I have like the smallest theater possible. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> but I'm like, the first time I'm going, I'm not spending $8,000 to go to 3D Pepsi Max Deluxe D Box 8 million Smellogram Plus. We got in the, no. uh, the XXL theater there, which is the, the center one that's the Dolby Atmos, and which is. Sixteen bucks a ticket, mm-hmm. and yeah, I was eleven ninety five. When and I, if anyone's listening in like the Midwest, they're going what? what? I because I still, <laughs> I still remember. Oh, who did I have who was going to school? I was going to school in the Midwest. I can't remember who it was. It was someone I worked with. He came back for the summer, and we're going. This is maybe ten years ago. This is two thousand six. Yeah. Yeah. And comes back, and it's like, I forgot. Your tickets, this is 10 years ago again, your tickets are 10 bucks a ticket here for like a nighttime. Yeah. It's $4 where I live. <laughs> I said, yeah, you're in a college town in like Podunk, Idaho. I don't remember where he was going. It was something like <laughs> along the lines of Boise State. It'd be that kind of school where that's it. Yeah, there's you know, nothing else. That's in it in the it state. Has yeah. the one theater in the yeah. state, basically. The three theaters in the state are on the three triangles of Boise State's <laughs> campus. You know, that sort of thing. Um, so to see, as we're talking about it now, is people that are you know somewhere in the Midwest going, we pay ten those bucks idiots. A ticket. What are you talking about? Ten dollars a ticket. He's complaining about paying twelve bucks a ticket. Yeah. No, we uh we we got in the ex the the, the Atmos one, and we always try to get you know we, even when it was me and Mikey going, we always try to get like row F, and I always try to get whatever the back is because the, I can't after the 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 Hobbit. Yeah. I can't stand anyone behind oh, yeah. me. I can't. I just can't do but it. But that's what it is. Is like when we logged on to it. It was right after we we got the announcement that it was starting a during the oh, recording saw, of uh, we 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 were recording uh, Deadcast last night. Oh no! I saw it like days before. No, no, we knew it was player. coming, but I got the announcement. Fandango gave me the announcement on my phone. Oh, I put I put an alarm in. So I <laughs> well, again, I didn't want to do like last year. Yeah. Because I didn't realize it was right after the commercial for Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I walked in here to record. Right. And you were like, did you get your tickets yet? I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. And you was like, oh, wait, here, come watch the premiere. And you show me the thing. And at the end of it, it said, like, get your tickets now. I remember messaging Melissa. And she's like, it's gone. They're all gone. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what when, – when I got on there – there was the center block, you know. It's like everybody crowds right into the middle because they want to get. When it. I first tried to get on a Fandango, it crashed. Yeah, well, that's it. What, wouldn't load. When I first got on, it let me right into get the tickets and everything. But then they added a a waiting room. Yeah. So that you had, you know, it's like a twenty twenty minute waiting room or something. You're twenty in yeah, line. Yeah, nothing or like that. It, it was luckily I had the app because when I tried to go through 
Because I went to Carmike.com yeah. to see if they had uh, times up, and they did. So I clicked that time. It sent me to Fandango, and it's just rolling, doing the little spin. Uh-huh. And then the top has the thing that says, you know, open it in the app because I have the app. But I'm like, I forgot I had the Fandango app. Click, and it, the app worked fine. The app, so yeah, the app God, was the great. app was there. Um, but not even First 15... World Problems were complaining about I know. <laughs> waiting an extra minute to buy tickets to a but, movie. But, but right. it's sold out. Oh, yeah. I mean, Beth, Beth was like, she, 15 like minutes said, later, she's kicking, like, it's sold out. From kicking back from 7.30, I, I, was, I had my two seats for a 7.30 showing mm-hmm. at 9.03, because I had so many problems with the Roxy one, I, I finally gave up after like three minutes. Right. And I had those two seats, then I saw the price, then I had to back up all the way, mm. you know, cancel the order, and that theater was gone. Yeah. And the other 7.30 theater was gone. And so I just went to the eight thirty. I was like, that, that I don't, you know, that's not a big deal. Yeah. These people are in the other theater, and not. I mean, like the 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 story I told last year when we did our review. Like the the hardest thing for TFA was standing in the lobby as people are coming out of the theater, mm-hmm. and us like running around going, wait, wait, no, I don't want to, I don't want any of these people. To, <laughs> la 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 you know, la. The guy in the in the, in the restroom with his with his his son, and his son starts like. Dad, no, 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 don't, don't say anything, buddy. There's a lot of people in here who haven't seen it. And I just looked at him, and he looked at me, and I kind of head-checked him like, thanks. You know, yeah. I appreciate it, because his, his son was about to say something. And Daddy, like, no, can I'm you gonna... believe Han Solo died? Yeah. No! Spoilers. Um, no, but the, you know what? You were was... waiting in line, and the, the kid, is that what you're saying? Yeah. You know, it was, we you know, were like in waiting the... in line, and the kid walks out of the theater and tells you all the spoiler? Yeah, I mean, that's the that's But, the, uh, you know, just the, the kid being joke. a kid. Right. Yeah, the kid doesn't know any better. Um, the Simpsons joke when they walk out of Empire Strikes Back. <gasps> Who would have thought Darth Vader's Luke Skywalker's father? Oh, wait, nah, we're in the picture nah. bowl. Uh, but no, I, we, I, Beth was sitting there. We were laying in bed last night getting ready to go to bed. And eBay already had tickets at $200 for the opening night. That's so stupid. I mean, I, this, is, this, this is the culture that it keeps progressing this kind of shit. I'm sick and tired of that. Yeah, but the thing is, people keep paying. I know that's the problem. That's the reason. Did why. you did you see did you see the picture of the the classic NES? Yeah, the guy who had it on eBay for ten thousand yeah. dollars. I mean, he's not going to sell it for that. They're, no, but the thing is, people were buying those at a thousand dollars. Well, that's why he's putting it out at ten because then it seems like a thousand dollars is cheaper. We right. see it all the time right. in collectible stuff, where a guy who has multiples will start multiple. Uh, multiple um, posts, uh, posts or whatever or listings, listings. Thank you. And one of the listings is super insane, so that people see it, they think that's the market value, and all of a sudden they're getting a bargain. Instead of looking at what's actually sold, most people don't realize right. that there is. A, you can change it to sold uh-huh. and look and see what people are actually paying. Yeah. And when you look at that, yes, it's still you know anywhere from seven fifty to twelve hundred dollars. Like, what are you paying twelve hundred dollars for? Especially. When I'm sitting there looking at a Nintendo DS, and I'm like, you can play all the old games on the Nintendo DS. You can play all the old games on the Nintendo uh, um, Wii yeah. in the in yeah. the in the store. Yeah, it's just a, it's just one of those things. No, I mean, but that and but that's the thing is like another thing is like, okay, why if you let's say okay you you couldn't get tickets, you're so bummed out and you're like, man, I'm gonna go to eBay to try to find tickets for a movie. Why not just wait a few days? Because it's not the culture. See, that's, that's the thing. Just it. the, you that, can't the wait. The geek culture is that can't wait. The ones who buy the phones right away or buy the newest technology. Why are you or pointing at me? Stuff is like, 
hey, as soon as the remote control can go through my phone and doesn't work, I made sure I had that. And nobody in the house can do anything but led to one of the greatest jokes ever with our friend Jonathan calling the TV. And I've never forgiven him for figuring that out faster than I did. Um, well, no, that type of thing. It's, no, yes. it's, there is that mentality. Year, I, I, I had a chance to go Thursday mm-hmm. for TFA. And I knew Melissa would kill me if I went without her. No. But I still thought... I don't want to wait 24 hours. I want to go right. now for something like this. You know, something, any, anything else. Mm-hmm. But you still even Civil War. I we saw Friday morning. As big, a, but as a big of a Star Wars fan as as you and I are, I wouldn't spend two hundred dollars. No. There was no for way no, for an opening night ticket. I didn't spend sixty bucks. It, no. for for two tickets. <laughs> now, if it was, <laughs> I, I ran the risk of going. It's going to sell out in any of the theaters that I'm willing to go to. You're yeah. about to lose it. Now, if it was the premiere, um, and it was like well, a two hundred dollar ticket, I would say, sure, I'll spend that. Yeah, no, that's different. Yeah, um, this mic sucks. It's <laughs> uh, a new setup we got going here, and it's not to my liking. It's a, yeah, I've um, had to get it better. Oh, it, it, it's the same thing. Like, you know, I'm saying I wouldn't pay sixty dollars for a hockey ticket, but if it's a Stanley Cup final, yeah, I'd be happy to. Well, I, is it Castro? Someone put Lucille on the rear window wiper, and then the picture of Glenn oh, and Abraham now on the side. Oh, now I see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's both of them. It's okay. I got gotcha. you. Uh, nothing, nothing like a visual for for, for, for a radio podcast. or podcast. Well, yeah. it's not for them. It was for you guys. Oh, okay. okay. Maybe we should. It, it obviously was a Walking Dead thing. So, <laughs> um, no. But here, here's my question: Is and remember, we're lucky that within accessible driving distance. There's six At theaters least. that are well more than adequate. I mean, we have a... we have three luxury theaters within 20 miles of here. Well, yeah, yeah but even Westlake on your way on your way to work, four if there's Roxy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. no, forget well, it. was like I was telling them last night is that the one in Winnetka has just remodeled half their theaters to put in the recliners or anything uh-huh. like that, or something like that. So they're on their way of becoming a more luxury That's I theater. I'm seeing a lot of films because I leave work to go there. <laughs> Instead of going, well, there's the one in the mall. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, the one in the Northridge Mall that I never go to because it's always packed. You literally go four blocks west, and there's, and there's a whole other theater. <laughs> yeah. Which is not that bad. That's yeah. where I saw. That's where I went to see uh, Force Awakens the second time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when I went with white chocolate. Between driving here to Universal, I mean, there's yeah. fifteen theaters. <laughs> No, um, I mean you, you get we get we we're spoiled of, that well, way. Well, you're but... talking about in terms of comic shops and stuff like that. It was yeah. spoiled of having a majority of well-run, well-stocked, well-staffed mm-hmm. comic book stores in Southern California. You've got all these types of things. Even Disneyland. Having my friend from Australia, who you know, now that I'm finally going to Disneyland, see, you know, you know why I hated you for a couple of years? Because <laughs> like you're there and you don't go. I'm fly. I'm literally flying 14 hours each way, <laughs> and the major part of my trip is to go to Disneyland for two days. Would you be closer there. to go to Disneyland Japan? Yeah, it was not the same. Yeah, she's gone to every. She's gone to every one. Oh, has she? Uh, except the, the new one. But I'm surprised they haven't put one in Australia yet. Well, there's there's not enough land. There's no place. <laughs> well, no, I chose one of those things that I, when they started doing. Um, well, instead of I a mouse, it has why. to be a spider, doesn't it? Like the uh, Mickey spider, the, the spider that kills the mouse, yeah. this gigantic <laughs> spider. Yeah, uh, it's God. something like ninety. Oh no, it was it was like a hundred and one facts about Australia, and one of them is it's, it's something like ninety five percent of Australia's population lives within 
20 miles of the coast. Sure. If you, you'll go all the way around. You go inland so and no you, one's and there. Like, there is nobody there. Yeah. So you just put the <laughs> biggest Disney park you could ever think of in the middle of the Outback. Are you, does no one love you? She Hi. wants on the, the podcast tonight. Hi, you want on the podcast? Sorry. Um, being, the dog is, is desperate for attention. It's because we got that kitten. Um, no, but uh, do you think that we're going to hit a peak now with as many Star Wars movies coming out? Because Star Wars movies are seem like the only one that they're really releasing. I mean, you, every one of them seems to be doing an advanced ticket release or ticket sales. Well, any major movie has that I think is just to generate hype for the movie. Well, I mean, it's also I mean, it's, but none of them seem to take so as much as Star Wars same. is. I mean, even with Civil War and all that, it didn't sell out with their advanced. Hunger Games didn't sell out with their advanced. Hunger Games wouldn't. Uh, Civil War, I'm sure for Thursday it did. I don't think it did. I think it did. I mean, eventually it would have. It did, like, didn't it do a record number on Thursday night? Uh, Not beating The Force Awakens. I thought it did. No, I don't think it beat The Force Awakens. Well, it'd be close anyway. No, it's... Almost everything has that kind of advanced. But do you sort think that so that you don't have? That's why when, whenever I saw the, the episode one guy sitting in line, and I'm like, I got advanced tickets for Jurassic Park in '93. Like, what are you guys standing in line for? What are you waiting for? Yeah, but you didn't have seats back. I mean, they would have had their tickets, but they're the ones that wanted to get. In line well, to get yeah, the that's right what seats. that was the other thing was that back then, even with episode one, you you had to get in line to make sure you got a ticket. There wasn't. You know, right. assigned seating. Yeah, no, you could get your ticket. You couldn't get your seat. Couldn't pick mm. your seat. Right. You'd have a ticket to get into the theater, but you couldn't pick your seat. So you were in line so that you could be the first person to go pick your seat. Yeah. And because that was a thing then. I mean, we noticed that. It, well, you want to get the best seat when you're. Yeah, and, but you notice for for Force Awakens, it became a charity thing. Yeah. You know, it was like they had their tickets. They were standing in line as almost a throwback to. Those guys that were standing in line for episode one and two and three. Mm. And even the originals. Yeah. And the idea of standing in line for it, it six was the, weeks or it whatever. It was the Starlight was. Foundation. That yeah. They got so they were just like, we'll do it in, into a charity thing. Because uh, remember with Force Awakens, I mean, not Force Awakens, with um, Phantom Menace at the Chinese theater. And that was before Hollywood Highland was there and everything. They had a whole the whole area there where they could just stretch out. And they were there for like... February to May. Yeah. It's like every day that they stayed, they got an extra amount of money. I want to know that guy that was in the front of that line <laughs> who walked out at like 201. <laughs> it went Friday morning. What the hell did they do with that creature? Why? Did, was, <sighs> what was the Jar Jar? It's kind of like us walking out of Spider Man 3. <laughs> Um, do you, but what I was going to give it to before was since there's a Star Wars movie every year coming out, do you think that this advanced, advanced sales, uh, hype of we got to sell it on eBay now for $200 or I'm buying a whole row is going to diminish? No, I think the reason that it's, it's, this is more prevalent than last year is people are doing it because of last year. Because again, these type of people rarely understand the market as well as they think they do. Right. Where they looked at last year and going, wow, I saw someone pay $200 for a ticket to Force Awakens. I yeah. saw someone pay $100 for a ticket to Force Awakens. 
So that's going to be the same thing for Rogue One. These guys are trying to sell tickets for two hundred dollars. Are going to be sorely disappointed when they realize that people aren't going to pay that. Because remember last year, somebody bought see. up a whole theater. Yeah, but that was because he wanted to sit in it alone. Yeah, supposedly. Yeah, just like the guy that just bought a whole row this for Rogue One and said, "Oh no, I, I got a whole family that I want to uh, take." Yeah, well, I mean, even Travis bought more tickets than yeah he need or he thought were going. He was just basically <laughs> that's because he made the mistake of like. Yeah, did he buy it for the wrong theater or something like that? He yeah. bought it for like the wrong time or something like that. Yeah, it was something weird. And where he had he's like, I got to sell these tickets really quick because I got to. That was the one I was like, I thought about it, but I'm like, I don't know. No, they would kill me. Well, yeah, it was like on a Friday night or something, or I would have taken it from him because. You know, no, it was. I, already, I, think it was I, I think it was the first night because it was earlier was than when I was supposed to go on Friday. So maybe because I had to work early. In the yeah, it, it, I think it was time. Thursday because I, had, I couldn't go because I had our tickets already. Yeah. Hmm. Um,. Yeah, I just I, I I've got it. There's got to be a bubble that burst with Star Wars at some point, but it just doesn't seem like it's stopping. Well, we keep saying that about Comic Con too. Although they That's said true. that about football, <laughs> getting rid of the Thursday night game. They've already gotten rid of the Thursday. <laughs> I know night they game. needed to do that a long time ago. No, they've already gotten rid of it. I don't know if you've been watching, but that ain't a football <laughs> game. Um, look, they're in their full color uniforms between the Jaguars and the Buccaneers. <laughs> <laughs> it's week 10, and mm. there's four wins between the two of them. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Go team. Remember when there used to be only Woo. one Monday night game, and then there used to be only one Sunday night game? Well, there used to not be a Sunday night game at all. True. The Sunday night game was the ESPN game, and that was what became Monday night football, which was these are two teams that it might be a division rivalry, but they weren't very good. Right. It was like CBS doesn't want these, Fox doesn't want these, and ABC doesn't want them for Monday night. So we'll do something interesting and throw two teams that maybe people don't know, and they've got like it would be like rookie versus rookie back right. then because they, they I think they had the Chargers on but one of them for when um, when uh, what's his face the guy who just flamed out uh, the quarterback from the guy after Peyton Manning whose name all of a sudden escapes me it was absolutely terrible just a, a dumpster fire of an NFL but didn't player. they have uh, NBC had it for a while NBC no NBC what they decided was when the contracts came up again the NFL and NBC said they want the Sunday night game to be the marquee game right that was what Monday night was Monday night ratings kept dropping as people started working later. Yeah, and people were like, "Oh, I need to get paid." And, and as John Madden watch. got drunker and drunker. <laughs> so what, 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 what did you do here, John? They're not even playing. No, you get tackles. See, they're called tackle because 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 they tackle. That was just to be the best thing because at the beginning of the game, you could understand what John Madden was saying. I don't think he was getting drunker. I think he was just getting tired. <laughs> but by the end uh, of the game, you just couldn't. It wasn't like, no, no, it wasn't like watching Harry Carey do a That's true. Cubs preseason game at noon <laughs> where he couldn't pronounce Hideki Arabu and kept calling him Hadaku Arubu's pitcher for the Yankees today. It was one of the greatest things I've ever heard because it is literally 10.30 in Palm Beach and he, <laughs> he is, is blasted. Yeah. Like, no, 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 he's old. Keep listening. Strike one to Aru... Aru... No, to... To Dexter Fowler. It's like playing a video cassette like at a slow speed. Um but anyway, the marquee matchup changed to Sunday, and that's why people are like, oh, Monday Night Football isn't the same. Like, it was never meant to be the same yeah. when it went to ESPN. 
the games that went to ESPN were like, the Chargers sucked this year and the Raiders sucked this year, but it's still a division rivalry, so put that on Monday. Nobody cares about that. But the, uh, the, the Cowboys and the Patriots and the Steelers and the 49ers are all going to play, and then Seattle are all going to play on the Sunday night games now, and they have that flex program and all that other stuff that they have. And now, yes, they're talking about getting rid of the Thursday night game because, they're like, well, the ratings are down and we don't know why. And like, look at it. Your combined totals for almost every Thursday night game are nine. Yeah. This, the team scored nine points, one touchdown and one safety. Like, give me a break. And I just... Ugh. So what's his deal with um, Fox announcing two... What's, what's the deal? They, what's the deal they, with Fox I guess announcing? Fox has two spaces now in Fox there. has two phantom dates that they added for two more Marvel films. Yes. Marvel-related pro- pro- films. And that, no one's sure if it's going to well, be the, Well, Fantastic it's just kind of funny. Four, they're like, oh, or... they added two slots, and we don't know what they are. And then you read the story, and it's like, there's already four slots that still haven't, they haven't told you what they are. Right. So they're best, they have six dates. They say, we're going to have a Marvel film here. <laughs> Do they know what they are? Probably. Are they going to tell you what they are? No. no. Why? Because the things could change. Because oh, yeah. if Deadpool 2 bombs, then wherever they're going to put Deadpool 3 going, maybe we don't put Deadpool 3 there. Uh, maybe we put something else here. Well, Whether yeah, they it's... make a decision to go forward with the X universe as it exists with this new cast of characters that didn't see, or cast of actors that didn't seem to light anybody on fire, eh, maybe, maybe not. What are they going to do with Wolverine? We're not sure. Right. So it's it's this stupid thing. You're throwing a flag onto a date well, you, even that with, makes no sense. Everybody kept talking, well, you know, with Logan, with the introduction of X-23, now we're, we're having something that's going to fill that Wolverine spot. But you they, they've made her so like, young. Well, it also takes place like 10 years in the future. Yeah. I'm going to say that you're not going to do I, – I don't think they're going to do a lot of stories with her in that same world if the world is what they've kind of shown it, which is – not very good. I mean, right. they could. I mean, the, the, the possibilities are endless. I, guess, I, I still think I think that's the end of, the, of Wolverine for a while. I think it's the end of that kind of whole piece because Age of Apocalypse didn't do uh-huh. as well as they thought it would, even though I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Mm. But I, that's I, also I why you use Patrick Stewart in this one, so that way it is a, a wrapping up that of that whole universe. Yeah, I mean, it's whether they decide to kind of re. Do a, a hard reboot where everything is new, or they decide to do another Fantastic Four film. Do you think they'd be better shot, off just to let X Men rest for a little bit and then maybe? Well, in they can't. Three They've or four got years? six. They got six slots that they got to fill now. So right. either that, or you're gonna do ten, two Deadpool films a year. <laughs> okay, God. How many stuntmen can Ryan Reynolds <laughs> employ to do to do Deadpool movies? I, I mean. Again, you're you're throwing a lot of stuff on the slate. The difference between what Fox did and what you know through 2020 or whatever it's listed as, uh, and what Marvel did is Marvel gave you titles for all those dates. Now they've yes. changed some of them. They've moved some of them as they've slid in Spider Man. They're going, oh, we're also going to do a sequel to Ant Man in the middle of nowhere and take out Inhumans and just keep moving back Inhumans and make it. Well, there's a, there's also been a lot of talk lately about. Um, you know, every every lead character in a Marvel film has been a white guy. That's all been what you know, male directors, and you know, th- there's no diversity within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But I, hasn't that? I mean, I, I think that that should have already died out by now, because we know we have a Captain Marvel coming on that's going to have a female director. 
We have Black Panther, which is using every African American director uh, actor in. What kind of actor? I said Afri- <laughs> African American. The f- American? <laughs> about being drunk. He's got a couple drinks under his belt already. Yeah. Uh, I, but I mean, I, I'm not hearing anyone say that anymore. I just saw it come up on my Facebook feed a few times. I don't know why. I've never I seen did, anybody say it. it. Well, after after Kathleen Kennedy I mean, you made have, the announcement, you have, that, hold on. You have the very first Iron Man film. The secondary character is black. Yes, and the uh, the female plays a very big part in the film. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know. That's why like, I, I, I've never. I, I haven't understood it. Captain America. You kind of get. It's yes. 1940s. Yes. Right. <laughs> Not going to be a lot. I mean, and even then, but then there's, there's, like there's, there's an Asian, movie. there's an Asian yeah. and, a, and a black gentleman and, yes. and the members of the Alley Commandos. And you yeah. kind of look at it and just go, okay, this, if you want to Nick put Fury's the, in all Nick Fury, of them. yeah. Nick Fury's in every single one. They yeah, but even like the, the, the second and third movie, there's prominent, his, his sidekick is basically a black guy. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's why I've never understood that where it's just like, oh, and, and again, yes, the major roles what have you, but you had to shoot, you weren't going to start your Marvel universe with Black Panther. Right. You weren't going to start it with Captain Marvel. I'm sorry. Right. Just, you know, be thankful that they started it with the right people that gave them enough success and exposure that they have no problem going, we're going to make a film about Black Panther in Wakanda with a complete and utter African-American cast. And Martin Freeman, and <laughs> maybe um, that is is going. You're, well, we're going to have Serkis a Marvel. Still, Andy Serkis is still in it too as the villain. I think. I'm assuming so. Um, the, the, either that, or, if if not, then there's really no reason for his whole part <laughs> in in Age of Ultron. Yeah. Um, and have a female lead in Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. directed by a female. So, you know, it, it's they're not sitting on their laurels going, well, we're just going to make the same 10 movies over and over right, again. Right, right. Although I kind of accused them of that. But, uh, well, I think, I think the reason that it came different. out again was because Kathleen Kennedy made the announcement this week that they are looking for female directors to direct some of the next Star Wars films. Let's get past the Star Wars films we have first. Right? I mean, that's... That's because I real I really think they should take a year off after episode nine. Yeah, like did me, you see? Did you see the without... rumor that uh, they were supposed to be working on a Boba Fett film, and that's what uh, what's his name that directed uh, Fantastic Four was supposed to do. Ugh. And then he went with the whole meltdown with Fantastic Four when they fired him. That's because he was working on the Boba Fett film. Well, no, Lucasfilm fired him. Right, but that's what I mean. Is Lucasfilm fired him? And the, the project that he was working on for them was the Boba Fett standalone, is what the rumor is now. Well, that's a rumor. True. It was also, the people are still considering, the, the rumor is the second standalone film is Boba Fett. No, it's Han Solo. It's already been cast. <laughs> Pay attention. Rogue One's a Star Wars film? What? And, <laughs> Mo knows more than Mo thinks he knows. Mo <laughs> thinks he knows more than Mo knows. Um, that's the fun part. When Star Wars gets really, really big and you have people that come in and just like, uh, so Star Wars' next film is going to be Boba Fett, right? No. Yeah. What do you mean? It's so, already cast. It's so there's, to, there's a gay character in Star Wars now, it. right? Yes, it's called R2-D2. <laughs> C-3PO. No, R2-D2 is even gayer. How is R2-D2 gay? Because he just walks around and just sticks that thing <laughs> in the slot. 
<laughs> How do you think BB-8 got bored? <laughs> got bored. <laughs> got bored too. Um, I want a Jawa film. That's what I want. Just a whole film. What's that? Oh, that would be. Watini. What Star Wars? Since you since you brought it up, what Star Wars film would you like to see made? I mean, and where would you want it set? I think I, what I would like and what I think they should do are totally different. I think they okay. Should. What do you, what would you like, and then what would you what should they do? I think I would like an early Jedi film just to get as far away like old in Republic? one direction, like like. Do you want One Direction to be Jedi's? Yes. One, well, InSync was supposed to be Jedi's, remember? I know, right? Um, that's so stupid. That was the dumbest rumor. Uh, Justin Timberlake's got to be it. so a... much oh, legs, did. though. And I'm like, at this point, if I was George Lucas, I'd be like, oh, yeah, Chris Kirkpatrick is totally Mace Windu in the next film. Um, Leonardo yes, DiCaprio. Yes, I know who all of InSync is. Uh, gay character in Star Wars, Lance Bass. Uh, <laughs> If if I were is he the if bear? it would be a he... want, it would be an early, like older public. Like, either, like... either well, it'd, it'd be one of the. Other. I'd, I'd I'd actually really like. I take it back. If I were to do one, I would do a pure starfighter squadron movie, like rogue, like a rogue squadron, like a movie. rogue squadron. Not, I mean, Rogue One. She's not a pilot, right? She, well, Which... I mean, she's a pilot, but she's not. It's not. It's not. A starfighter, you know, I want like that, either that elite group or a training group or something along those lines. That's what I'd want. Yeah. What I think they should do is take a year off and make a Darth Vader film. Okay. Use an iconic character because, again, they're, they're not going to get away with this. You can only go so far because... Do you make Vader the villain? No. I've explained this before. I mean, he's the villain. But if you set him up against slavers, yes. So the empire, you know, my voice says, do one where, because then you have no problem with him just hacking these people to pieces, right? And he starts that redemption road by he actually frees the slaves that this slaving ring. You has. see that good in him, yeah. That point where that's the one thing that kind of he he still can't deal with because right. he was a slave his mother was a slave his mother dies because she couldn't be free there's almost a kind of a hearkening which back is also to... his hatred you know they've never really picked on that point that they should have some of his motivation could have been that point that Qui-Gon never saved Shimmy right that he even he didn't he, he just couldn't you know he's like oh I can't because I can't bend the rules to free a slave right from this planet, and because she stays on that planet, she dies. She wasn't. She isn't able to go and live somewhere else. Right. But anyway, if if you were doing the reason that I want to do the Vader film is also do it with James Earl Jones before he passes away. Sure. You're getting really, really close, and this dog doesn't want to leave me alone. Uh, that would be the film that if they're going to do a film, take the year off of 2020, 2021, do a Star Wars film, do the Darth Vader film. Mm-hmm. And not try to make it into this big, you know, Vader thing. Just a chance to have Vader be the central character. Have, you know, we've seen the Vader comic having characters around him that are very interesting. Um, I think if you set it in that pre-episode four, as he's not like the the, the be-all and end-all, as yeah. he's still kind of like... 
even the Empire is kind of looking so at So you like, said it in, it between is. three and four were the, when the purge is happening? Yeah. Because, well, I mean, before four, as he's kind of, you know, as the canonical stories have given you in Vader, in uh, Tarkin, and Catalyst, and these books so far, and even in, in the Rebels TV series, is he's kind of all over the place. Sure. Because there isn't, at this point, they're still not taking the Rebellion seriously, where post-episode four... His job is to hunt down the rebellion and destroy it. Right. That's he gets his own fleet. He gets a superstar destroyer, and he's given free reign by the emperor to see you go find. Well, they don't where think these that they're guys a threat are until they destroy. Well, yeah, the it's Death these little this is little pieces in different places, so he can go to these different things. If he's you know the slavers are working with the rebels or whatever you want to do, he gets to be the hero to the audience because the other side is even worse. Right. These are despicable beings. Would you have it be like Black Sun or something? No, just whatever. Just just, just some random slaver? Yeah. Um, I mean, it can't be just random. It's got to have some sort of meat to it. But I think you, you can explore the type of thing that the Empire is. Is you know When you used to read the old source books from West End Games, they said the slaving in the Empire was illegal Yeah, because the Empire wanted all the slaves. Right. They used the slave labor. Slaving was illegal so that they could go in and bust up the slave ring, and then they would take all the slaves. Would you have Vader have a secret apprentice since no, they've already no, introduced? God no. They already introduced no, the Inquisitors. No, no, no. Inquisitors can stay on Rebels. Which stay? Just, I mean, stay I guess right they're pretty there. much wiped out now. I guess we'll see. We'll see how many more there are. There's only even sixteen of them. Um, um, the Force isn't that special, and everyone can use it. What about what about the uh, Kenobi films that everybody wants, including you and McGregor? Someone I don't think Kenobi's story is that interesting. I mean, unless you do the Kenobi story of him first getting Tatooine and you kind of use the bones of John Jackson Miller's book, you can do something interesting. But again, if you use Kenobi's story of, well, he's in the desert for a few years and then he leaves <laughs> and says, all right, Luke, I'll see you later. I, 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 I love how you, uh, Miller explained how Kenobi looks so much older in yeah. episode four because it's only, you know... He's in the desert. Right, he's in the... Because the desert years, ages yeah. people like 20 years. If you, There's a nice little comment in there like, you need to put your hood on because if you if you don't, you'll... The exposure. The exposure will make you look like you're 20 years older than what you are. So he wasn't really like 60 or 70. He was actually like 40. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, it's, it's... The age thing is different within, you know... They use the standard year as mm. what we would think of as a year, but humans that are born on different planets would have different uh, yeah. uh, age spans. That's why they say Luke. even though it would be more like a, a normal human, but uh, someone from Tatooine may actually have a, a, a if they remain on Tatooine would have a much uh, shorter lifespan. Mm. That's know, what they were saying is Luke and Leia, even though they're twins, they're not the same age or shouldn't be the same age, yeah. unless they have they a galactic be. year. Tongue fucking each other. <laughs> um, I guess my teacher. Yeah, this is almost a predecessor to like us doing a Star Wars show. <laughs> Every episode is a predecessor for us to do a Star Wars. Show. Well, that's what we were talking about doing. Is just doing. It's Chris and I are doing a Star Wars show, separate from Nerdables. So that way, yeah, but then we never have anything. To talk <laughs> we about have Nerdables. nothing to talk about on Nerdables. <laughs> um, so the crossover for uh, for uh, CW starts with all four shows tonight. Supergirl. Oh, it's so segue. I know you like that. Yeah. I just wonder. I just bypassed yeah. everything. Um, you, somebody I it's probably the, catch up on Arrow. Then I was gonna say somebody that's not caught up on a lot of them. Well, no, it doesn't really matter. Class. It doesn't really matter. 
from what it, it looks like. Yeah, but watching Arrow this this season, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, <laughs> even <laughs> Stephen Amell Amell admitted. Wow, even Stephen Amell admitted that. You may want to slow down and use your words. <laughs> I'll be honest; I've actually been a little disappointed in Flash too, because they're starting to go down that road where you. I'm not sure how you get back from this. Mm-hmm. You kind of get a third of the way through the season, and I'm like, oh, well, here we go into into the darkness. Yeah, you fixed it even, once, and then you've got to break it again. You're just like, oh, yeah. But even Oy. you know, even even uh, Arrow's been affected by Flashpoint, where they changed uh, uh, Diggle's baby from a girl to a boy. I feel like it was more affected by somebody who didn't want their child to be on TV or something. I, it's probably it. It's like, hey, let's just you know, we have a chance now, and we can change the no, baby. No, interesting. I haven't watched anything of. of Supergirl, and when I first looked at the, uh, and you haven't watched any of Le- Legends, have you? Or Legends, have you? At first, I thought it was this week, and then I looked up the the um, description on the guide for Supergirl, and I'm like, that doesn't sound like it at all. Yeah, so I was like, okay, it must not be this week. And then watching Arrow last week, like next week the crossover, and I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, no, I watched 20 minutes of Legends of Tomorrow, so. I think I've only seen the very first episode. Of the, I saw twenty uh, minutes of the first episode. Well, I have a feeling. I have a feeling that none of none of the season that's happened so far is going to matter within this crossover thing. Well, yeah, because they're fighting like aliens event. and yeah, stuff. And like, I don't think it has anything to do with. Well, yeah, obviously, unless there's a character or something that's missing. Yeah, or or whatever. But no, my TV for the last four days has just been Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, that's what we've had on here, other oh, than yesterday. Walking Dead. Oh my god! No, I I have not turned it off. I've had it on my in in my room. Have you? Because I I'll just go in and I'll rewind as far back as I can go and see which episodes I've missed. Have you caught up with uh, Walking Dead? Nope. I watched the Daryl episode, and I'll be honest, I fast forward through about twenty minutes of it. The one after that one, I was got pretty much the same thing. So tired of that episode, and I know that's part of the point because he's being tortured. But there's just a point where I'm just like. That was no. That wasn't the ninety minute. The ninety minute was the next one. The ninety minute was the next one, and that's part of the reason I haven't watched the next one because I never know if I have ninety minutes where I'm going to stay. But it, the problem awake. with it was, and we we talked about this on the. Well, I had to the watch. Fla- I went to watch Flash last week over two nights. Like I, I came home Tuesday. Yeah. And Tuesday's always rough for me because I go into work. Usually I get to work at eight thirty, and I leave at eight thirty. Mm-hmm. So I leave from my house at seven thirty, and I get home usually around ten. So. I watched the first twenty minutes of Flash last week. There's thirty the, minutes, and then realized that I didn't remember the last ten minutes. <laughs> so I watched it. I think I watched it like Thursday morning. I think I watched it the morning of Thanksgiving or something. Yeah, that that ninety minute episode of The Walking Dead was probably no. I'm in that. I'm in that weird spot. Thirty over the last, minutes of commercials within within the last year. I've noticed outside of Rebels. Which, did you watch this week's Rebels? I did watch this week's Rebels. Rebels is the only thing I've kept up with. And it's just been nothing but fillers. But that's what it is. I mean, I don't understand that complaint because... That's because what, the, because what, they, they have that main storyline of what's happening with Ezra with the with the Holocron and, and his, his pseudo-dark side. Yeah, do you want that every single week? No, no, no. But they haven't really... They, they, but this is, this is they've the kind thing. of just it's, let that slide. Yeah, because it's, 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 they're Rebels. Yes, this is. The I mean, rebellion. obviously, obviously, we have two more episodes of it before the mid-season break, 
And they've already announced that we will get back to it either this within the next episode or two. I've I've enjoyed them all because I, I it's pieces of all those different characters. Yeah, and we've seen little bits, and you see the relationships changing. I mean, you're you're watching Ezra and and Zeb basically fall apart. Right. You know, the last episode is based. The last episode is the two of them. At odds with each other, and you kind of you saw know, that with with Ezra and and you Sabine see it with, too. You see it with Ezra and Hera. Yeah, Hera is struggling to keep control of this kid who thinks he's in charge of the rebellion. Right. Um, the Sato episode, you have his his cousin or his nephew. Nephew, yeah. Uh, it's it's these pieces that make up the rebellion, and someone who's interested in that, you know, kind of tic tac sort of thing. I guess you want to give people. me a you want to give me a movie about stormtroopers. I'll watch it. You want to give right. me a movie about you know an AT-AT driver? <laughs> it's like my life as an AT-AT driver. This is what I do. I crush people to death. <laughs> it's the office. Do it like office style. Yeah, I was just <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's that's the type of stuff that I like. So these kind of small pieces, mm. I've enjoyed in terms of seeing the different. I want to make that now. <laughs> Damn it, Greg! I told you to park it outside. No, no, left, like left. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, it goes to the testimonial. God, I told him go left. See, it's really hard to drive with two people. I got to move these legs. He's got to move those legs. <laughs> and we got a insane, commander yelling over our shoulder the whole time. Like uh, but no, I've I've enjoyed the episodes. I've I've liked the pieces pieces in it. I think some of it is people are wanting like, more Thrawn and more of that storyline. But that's the thing is, if you're going to use Thrawn, this is the way to use him. Where yes, it's kind of slight. It's just like. Vader's appearances last season mattered because he's only in four episodes or right. whatever. So once he's in there and he, you know, takes out a rebel squadron by himself, you're like, oh damn. That's why Ahsoka has mattered yeah, so if, much. Yeah, Ahsoka, yeah, and after last season, I mean, last season had so many of those type of episodes. Yes, but I think where that's you where saw where the, the, these different lines were going. Mm-hmm. I think that's the other thing is last season ended. With such a dark note and everything that people were. Well, I think wanting. you also forgot what a lot of last season was. Yeah. When you watch the end of it, and you go back and watch last season, there's probably a lot of these types of episodes. Uh huh. I mean, Hondo's been in more episodes than Sabine's been in. I swear. I know. Um, <laughs> right. It's a good thing I love Hondo. His voice is fantastic. I yeah, still, it's it's the actor who did the, uh, uh, uh the the fox pirate in uh, Tailspin. Yeah. I forget his name now. It's a lousy place to put that wall. <laughs> so my favorite. I love him. That that line has stuck with me for twenty years. Wait, over twenty years. Yeah, that's over twenty. It's been like thirty years. I, I, I love it. <laughs> what a lousy place to put a wall. Well, this past weekend was uh, was Thanksgiving and uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday as today. But I didn't do anything for Cyber Monday. Yeah, everyone just did their their thankfulness. So, what 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 geek stuff are we thankful for? Mm-hmm. We know what we know what geek stuff Ethan's thankful for. The Walking Dead. No. What? Gem of the holograms. <laughs> yes. He's a big gem fan. He's yeah. really hoping that Hasbro puts gem in the holograms. I'm waiting in their for the cinematic uni- for for the movie that just came. Yeah, out. Yeah. So are all the people that were in that movie <laughs> who are never going to get no a one watched it <laughs> for that movie. Um. No, I'm thankful we uh, we live in an era now where where a bunch of us can get on behind some microphones and just talk crap for an hour. Yeah, and it lets us go to conventions for free sometimes. <laughs> but uh, but no, we live in a, we live in a 
era now where nobody gives the, a crap what you're the about. comic books that we read and co- cartoons that we read and we watched as kids have been co-opted by people who don't <laughs> care about them and turn them into multi-billion dollar franchises well, yeah. and have people who've never picked up a comic book go I know more about comic books than you do. Oh my god, that reminds me. I just watched the uh, the death of Superman Lives this weekend. The documentary they did of the Superman Lives movie. That you know, the one that uh, Kevin Smith supposedly wrote on Tim Burton was going to direct. Where he was polar bears. Yeah, Is that the yeah, one that it's in uh, there. Nick Cage yeah. was supposed to play Superman? Yeah. yeah. It's fascinating how much of a train wreck that movie was. Oh yeah, no. From Kevin, the beginning. Kevin Smith's podcast on it was incredible. Yeah. His interview, the first time he did it, where he walked into the, the executives of Warner Brothers, and they said, we want you to put polar bears in it. Yeah. Well, what that you, was... What do you mean that you wasn't polar the, bears in it? That wasn't the execs at Warner Brothers. That was uh, John Peters, who is the... He actually owns the rights to Superman. Or whatever it was. It was someone, someone above He it, also they, told him he wanted a giant spider in it. Yeah. And he wanted Superman to fight the polar bears. And Kevin Smith no, no, no. He wanted Brainiac to fight the, the, the polar bears, because there, Brainiac was showing up at... In Kevin Smith's script, Brainiac shows up at the uh, at uh, oh, shit, fuck me, um, no, Fortress thanks. of Solitude. I, I, I had I Solitude, had it, I but I couldn't get the Fortress part of it. And he shows up, up there. Solitude. I'm all alone yeah. here. <laughs> but he said, in the, he goes, "Well, Kevin, there's nothing going on I here. Build a fortress out here uh, in my solitude. Brainiac needs to fight, you know, something like uh, Superman's guards." And his first question was, "Superman has guards." Why would Superman have guards? Yeah. And when Kevin was telling the execs at Warner Brothers this, they were like, why would Superman have guards? Superman he's like, he goes, so how about polar bears? He needs to fight polar bears because polar bears are one of the fiercest animals in the animal kingdom. So make them like 3,000 pounds and 15 feet tall and have Brainiac fight them. So in one of his scripts, he come, Brainiac comes across two polar bears and he zaps one of them, you know, like completely just yeah. blows it up. And the other one rolls, runs away. In another version of it, there's two polar bear statues outside of the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> Stands in front of him. You know what? I'm going to fight you. Yeah, he had the spider. He had the uh, Superman robots. Right. Well, the funny thing is. robots there. He had the little, the other, all the robots. And, of course, there's the famous story where he had mini Superman that flew out of his fingers. Yes. <laughs> little micro-mini Superman. Uh, but the funny Some thing is. Some of those is... stories are weird. If you can find, well, if you can find it because it's available in a lot of places. The uh, the Golden Age Superman. Yeah, they're re- DC's reprinting in these these huge volumes or the earliest stuff. The early Superman stuff is amazing because he is the biggest dick. Yeah, on the whole planet. Well, that's what they wanted him to be. Oh no! But this is there's there's an issue in which he decides to take on uh, automobile safety. Yeah, and he does it by like crushing people's cars with a minute. Yeah, and, and like he picks up this guy's car and just flies him in. Oh my god! Uh, there's a point where he decides the road is too is too curvy. This mountain road, there's too many curves on it. So he just blasts through the middle of the mountain to make a straight road. Like environmentally conscious Kal El just destroys the top of a mountain. But yeah, they, he they, crashes into a radio station. <laughs> Twice, crashes through through the, the the wall instead of using the door, demands to go on the air to tell the people of Metropolis that he's watching them, and if they if they're not safe, they're gonna be sorry. <laughs> and so he leaves, and I swear it's like something out of The Simpsons. They're repairing the wall, <laughs> four pages later, and he crashes through another wall. 
And he, the, the guy actually says something along the lines of, like, you can use the door. <laughs> like, it was so bizarre. I'm reading it going, yeah. this is 1935. Like, this is amazing. Right. It was. It's crazy. There's so many of them in there that are just nuts. Before they decided, to, like, but that's what this. That's he's what... gonna. Fu- he's gonna fight crime and stuff like that. He was fighting like. It, it was this. Now I understand why Morrison in Action Comics for New Fifty Two made him into a social justice warrior, because at the time in the '30s, that's kind of what he started as. Right. And I knew that kind of you know I had heard that story, and I guess I never really understood it as well. Thinking, well, yeah, he was a social justice warrior who beat up bank robbers, but no, he really was just like, kids shouldn't be smoking. Wait until you're 16 and then light up whenever you want. Uh, <laughs> you know, don't drive fast in Metropolis. Suffragettes are for losers. You know, stuff. It's just weird, wacky ass yeah. stuff. Where you read Batman, like Batman hit the ground running of him facing you know vampires and weird stuff in the night and changing his car every single. Every single issue, no, but the it, early Superman stuff is weird. The the Superman Live stuff is just oh no. Kevin Smith been... script was was the most comic book one, wanna, and they you, said that it was no good. If you want to be thankful for anything, be thankful that Richard Donner made Superman. Yes. Be thankful that Brian Singer made X Men. Yes. Be singer. Be thankful that Sam Raimi made Spider Man, and that John Favreau made Iron Man. Because yeah. Because those films, if they had screwed those up. And let's throw in, uh, uh, oh my goodness, who's the director of Blade? Oh. Um, oh, he doesn't get enough credit. The, the people who made the original Blade do not get enough credit. Because again, a movie that wasn't super successful, but I think showed that you could take these bizarre concepts mm-hmm. and you can package them for enough of the masses that were not connected to the original source material. And, and I, oh, when you saw this starting... And my, my, my boss at Earth 2, he was one of the first people that, you know, when he came out from, from New York, he was talking about this is the type of thing you have to tap, but you have to take it seriously. And he was trying to, to hook execs on when he worked for, um, I believe he worked for Universal, mm-hmm. uh, on this idea of if you give it to them straight, people, people will go to these concepts who don't know where they're from. We see it with movies adapted from books all the time. Right. We see where... And all of a sudden, I'm doing my Bernie, my Bernie, uh, Bernie Sanders Bernie hands Sanders. going. The people, the people, they adapt books all the time, but they don't know that the books are there. Like, how many people went to see Shawshank Redemption and had no idea, no clue it was a Stephen King novella? Mm-hmm. Right? None. I saw it the first time, and they get to the mm-hmm. end of it, and Eric's like, yeah, it was a Stephen King novel. No, it was not. Yes, Stephen, it was. Stephen Norrington. Directed, Stephen Norrington, yes. Directed Blade. But again, a concept, a high concept type film mm-hmm. that was treated David with just enough camp and just enough seriousness that people went to it. And you had someone like Roger Ebert, who was a you know was re- as respected a reviewer mm-hmm. as anybody, who said, "This is a fun, good film." And you even had it's Wesley not, Snipes at the time, who was yeah. a big, big star. Yeah, because yeah. he could slam dunk over. Over Woody. Um, <laughs> but you had him come out and say, it's a good film. It's a good action film. It's a, you know, it, it takes itself yeah. just enough. I enjoyed it the wasn't, Blade. Oh, Blade's awesome. And you get to see when he gets in the car, and then it goes into like the sped up, and it's like, yeah, that's cool. Because yeah. I wouldn't do he does. I love that thing. Um, but yeah, but, but that's, when, that's the type. If those movies tank, if you got Fantastic Four, if you got. Um, 
And he's fantastic. Fantastic Four. Yeah, you know, if if you <laughs> if got you got Spider Man three, that you, yeah, if you get past, if you got those first, they didn't have that kind of reaction. That you had people that were willing to treat the subject matter as it were, and, and people will lament like, "Oh, Brian Singer wasn't an X Men fan when he started," but he figured out how to package it. But even Kevin Feige was a associate producer yeah. on that film. Yeah, because they figured out how to package it. Yeah, where you had so many people going. I can't believe they made Wolverine taller. I can't believe they put him on. Why didn't they put him in the original costumes? And then it gets out there and then they realize your mom and your dad were willing to watch that film because they weren't in these garish costumes. Your your soon-to-be ex-girlfriend was willing to watch that film because she realized Hugh Jackman's hot. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, oh, that guy's ripped. Oh, I like this film. When we went to see see The Hobbit and they had the, the... the 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 the, the preview for uh, the second Star Trek film. Oh yeah, and the oh my god, oh, Chris Pratt is so hot. I was like, so that's what it took. You've been making fun of Star Trek nerds for thirty years, but all of a sudden, Chris oh, James Pine. James Kirk is like really repped. I like him. Star Wars Star Trek is awesome. Star Trek is amazing. Star yeah. Trek is amazing. They would never have gone to see any of the no uh, because by then he was Shatner too old. stuff. Yeah, if Shatner was ripped. If he was as good looking as he was in the first season of the TV series, then maybe they would have had more to do with it. But yeah, he was already he's too old. The chick was bald. Yeah, so I mean, if you haven't seen The Death of Superman Lives, you've got to watch it. It's a fascinating. The lives, the lives of Superman Death. It, it's, it's fascinating. Well, the funny thing is, too, um, was it yesterday or the day before, I also watched a documentary on. The documentary? Uh, the documentary. The documentary? <laughs> ducks? Uh, yeah. It's just a documentary. Do- a documentary. Now, there's a documentary that um, this guy from Spain did on David Prowse about Darth uh-huh. Vader. And it's actually really well done. Wow. Ethan uh, brought up a Star Wars. I know. Wow. Really? That's weird. Did you talk about the time I had to rough him up for five bucks? Probably. <laughs> I hope that story's in there. No, but he talks about... That's a good story. That's a good Comic-Con story. No, I don't think, yeah, I don't think he mentioned that one. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah. like, he, he gives a lot of good insight, and the fact that, like, I didn't realize that the entire Return of the Jedi was all his stunt double. Yeah. And he was pretty pissed on the fact that he's like, wait, I'm able to do this stuff. Why can't I? Why won't they do it? And then the fact that they use, like, Sebastian Shaw when they unmasked him yeah. and all that stuff. And it's just, you feel you really feel bad for David Prowse in the end. Um, but I think that was also what the the filmmaker was trying to do and i get it but then also for the fact that he's uh, the filmmaker tried to contact lucy lucas films to try just as like in honor of david prowse was trying to uh, film that last scene again with uh, with him being removed like the helmet removed and as being david prowse and they declined him they said because the image with darth vader was always going to be that image and they didn't want it to Mix up. Except right. in the new special edition. Right. <laughs> the next special edition where it's going to be Hayden Christensen. Yeah, and, and even, even like they they tried contacting George Lucas for interviews because they got a bunch of like different Yeah, but George Lucas has stuff. all that money that he can buy all the telephones and <laughs> yeah. just remove them. Well, right. the, there's the there's always was, a problem with, with Prowse and, and, and Lucas. And I think even production. after all these years, they still have an issue because George Lucas declined their request for an interview. Yeah, well, you don't want... <laughs> It's a 60 minutes type thing. It's like, you always wonder sometimes, why is 60 minutes showing up at the tobacco company? It's, this is going to be a good thing, right? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> They're coming to praise the tobacco company. So let's get our top execs to talk to 
talk to the guys in 60 Minutes about how awesome smoking is. They're not going to ask any questions. 60 million people a year die of throat <laughs> cancer because of cigarettes. No. No. That's a myth. What? So, no, it, it's tough yeah. because it's hard to do those type of documentaries when you have a corporate company like that that is never going to, right. to say anything. I mean, go to Lucasfilm and ask them about the relationship between Anthony Daniels and Kenny Baker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they ain't going to say anything. Those two yeah. hated each other. Yeah. All intents and purposes, it seems like <laughs> Anthony Daniels hated everybody. Well, see, you know, anyway, Anthony Daniels kind about, of is a dick, though. Yeah, they, 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 they never really talk about the fact that you know, uh, um, Alec Guinness just never mm-hmm. cared. You know, once he got past that film, he didn't give a damn about it. Right. He was more pissed off at the fact that that's where everybody knew him from. Yeah, I know. Like, well, right. that's, that's, that's my most famous film. I was Bridge of the River Kwai, you bastards. Come back and do Empire. <laughs> oh, I'll do it, but it's got to be done in a day. All right, you're a ghost. <laughs> Here you go. I still, the story I want is, and I can never remember it, I'm sure I've read it somewhere, is how they got him back to do Jedi. I know, right? After that. I mean, he had such a hard time. I mean, I'm sure it's like, okay, Dave. Or, or David. Okay, Alec. How about this amount? No? Okay. How about this amount? No? About <laughs> they twice, twice those last two amounts combined. We'll see you on Thursday. <laughs> they slipped it into his <laughs> Empire contract. <laughs> you know, it, was a, it was a little tiny Well, Alec was probably the type of person who doesn't give a damn about a contract. Yeah, either. I know. I mean, was, he was the type of person he didn't need. Right. He, he didn't need to work on a screen. You know, mm-hmm. it's... It, Oh, I can't be on the screen. That's okay. I'm, I'm in. I'm. I have Sir in front of my name. Yes. I'm pretty sure I'm welcome anywhere in the UK to and act. I'm going to work in the UK yeah, no know, matter it's what. It's like telling Patrick Stewart, "You got one more X Men film." I don't give a damn. Yeah. <laughs> Strombo. Um, <laughs> but to have someone like Patrick Stewart, it's <laughs> because I'm quick. Oh shit! I can't believe you pulled that out. <laughs> yeah, well, why wouldn't I? That's the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> Dare Strombo. Um, <laughs> Holy fuck, that was great! Yeah, no, I'm good at this. Remember, I know. Uh, someone like Patrick Stewart, though, who enjoys doing this sort of thing. You want to be thankful for something else? People like Patrick Stewart and Glenn Close, and you know, even you have Chris Pratt and Robert Downey Jr. and Don Cheadle. Yeah, Don Cheadle is a master actor. That guy is not screwing around. No, but also is like, dude, I'll I'll play War Machine. You got it. And not well, just because, like, oh, they gave me a bunch of money. Benedict Cumberbatch, you know. Benedict Cumberbatch, hack, you know that. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name that's it? that was uh, that played Mordo in it? Um, Chantel, uh, I can't think of his last. I can't see his name now. Ekafor. Yes. Ekafor. Yes, I mean, he's Chantel he Echafor. is a amazing yeah, no, actor. It's, it's, it's a lot of people. Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Is, is, Mads Mikkelsen has a contract with Disney, apparently. Like, oh yeah, I'll be on all your Disney films. Whatever, Star Wars, Marvel. What's next? You want me on the Disney Channel? I'll be a princess. I don't think you're good at Disney Channel. Um, you want me on Girl Beats World? Yeah, I'll be right there. Uh, to be able to get these people to come in and do what they're doing, and mm-hmm. then find people like Chris Evans, who you kind of look sideways at, going, ah. you watch the first film, like okay, and you watch the second film, and go, yep, that's Cap. There yeah. we go. Well, yeah, That's, Anthony Hopkins, you know, Kenneth yeah, Branagh. Yeah, get someone like the Anthony Hopkins, Kenneth Branagh to, to direct Thor. You yeah. find Chris Hemsworth, who wanted to be. I love the fact that you just put back an apple to pull cake <laughs> off of the microwave for dinner. Great job. Um, sorry, just, just run through the podcast. <laughs> but find this is this, the part of the podcast yeah, we just this, ran. This, this type of talent <laughs> to get in there, and even find someone like Chris Chris Hemsworth who. 
embodies that role so well. Mm. Samuel Jackson. Well, they said that they wanted a, a Thor type, so but like, not we actual want a Thor, Thor type, not actual Thor. And then we laughed, and they said, gave me a check for eight million dollars. <laughs> The jacked up Australian with just devastating good looks could make it in Hollywood anyone can. And what it didn't happen right away. So anyway, I wandered in Hollywood for <laughs> days. For days. <laughs> they said I wouldn't have sex with the women because they said <laughs> they said I wouldn't have sex with women because of my enormous penis. I had lots, lots of sex with lots of women. So anyways, on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Lots of sex with lots of women. <laughs> so make sure you talk about me being right. You said you were going to talk about me being right. Oh well, also we also left off. Uh, Ron Glass passed away. Well, yeah, but which the uh, only reason people should remember Ron Glass is because of Barney Miller. So Firefly, Serenity, yeah. Barney Miller. Did um, you watch Barney Miller? I love Barney Miller. Okay, well that's all you should remember. No, he was great in Barney Miller. Well, there you go. But he's also he was very good in Firefly and Serenity, Whatever. which you've never watched, <laughs> which you don't care to. But it was very sad don't to find to out because now Firefly fans. If they did bring back Firefly, would They're be not. without one of their crew members. Would be without two of them because they killed off the other one. Well, they killed off Ron Glass in the, in the movie, but if you bypass the movie and use that as like a dream sequence or something, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then brought it in. You wonder why I hate all you people. <laughs> Delusional as fuck. I figured out a way to do it, and I'm not going to discuss it now because discussing with you would just be insane. See, um, because. What's his face needs something to do? He doesn't need money. No, because he was he was only making like three million dollars an episode on Castle, so I'm pretty sure he's used all that. So I'm sure he'd want to come back, even though Joss Whedon has said, "I'd never want to do this again." Because Benson never he just doesn't want to. He wants to look forward. Yeah, because looking backward is oh my god, they gave me a full season in a fucking movie, (laughs) and it still failed miserably. And then everyone said, no, this was the greatest thing ever. Here you go. Dollhouse. Eh. Two seasons. Nope. Oh, yeah. Way. Got two seasons. But because... no movie. Yeah. Two seasons because, uh, can I have 42 times that I can masturbate to Elijah Dushku? Is that okay? Okay. <laughs> um, okay, yes. So, Kevin, Kevin Feige came out in the last week and a half and mentioned that it is improbable. No, in his words, it was an impossibility. An impossibility. In an interview, he used the words an impossibility that Marvel doing... X-Men films. Doing, yeah, the Fox The Marvel films. and Fox working together on a, a, a yeah, joint property. Deal... Essentially making the Sony deal with Fox. Right. He said it was an impossibility. He said, and hold what on, Chris... On. Hold on. <laughs> you have it ready, don't you? Well, no, I left it in there because... No, you wanted to record it. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Uh, no, I wanted the actual quote. We should name this episode uh, Chris is right with a question mark. He was interviewed with Variety in response to the proposition of a joint effort between Marvel and Fox, all of the Spider-Man homecoming deal, a joint production with Sony. His quote is, quote, it's an impossibility at this juncture. We certainly have enough films to keep us busy for a number of lifetimes. End quote. Which is basically what you had said. Which is what I had said. I didn't use the word impossible, and I'm not. I still won't use the word impossible. I mean, (laughs) then they come out and announce two mysterious Marvel films. There's enough (laughs) cash there, and the deal could be different or whatever. But like I said, the idea of Marvel doing the bulk production of any of the Fox things is unlikely to be because they already have right two to three films a year. Mm. Do you think that it would be? It's not Marvel side of things. It's more of 
I mean, Marvel's saying, look, we don't have the slate for it. You don't have the slate. You don't need the money. We don't, you don't, we don't have the money. We don't need it. You're doing great with, fi- with X-Men on your own. We can run... But again, you also... The, the realistic... As, as much as we like, oh, Disney has a gajillion, billion, zillion, dillion, gillion dollars, and they can afford anything. If you're talking about a $200 million Star Wars production, uh-huh. $400 million of Marvel production, and another $200 million X-Men production every single year... You get eight hundred million dollars. Yeah, just in, but in, they're, in they're, four pictures. They're about to cross the six billion dollar mark. Doesn't matter for this year. But writing out a check just for in films eight, for eight hundred million dollars. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> really? Because there's like could a fuckload of projects hey, we have that we haven't been doing. Just remember, I didn't say it was going to go through. I can write you a check for eight hundred million dollars. No problem. Bart, Bart writes that check to Millhouse for a million dollars <laughs> and tells him to post date it to like twenty thirty, and I'm like, hey, you're running out of time. Uh, <laughs> no, but it, I don't care how much money you make. Sure. Well, obviously, I care about how much money you make, but I think as a head, as the studio, you're going. There's got to be a point. You're talking a billion dollars of production. Well, you're mm-hmm. also talking. You because have you to... have six billion dollars. That's great. You still have a lot of other stuff that you've got to pay for. But you, are, but the other side of this is you have your executive producers and your, your producers already working on these other films, and you can, you're starting to wear yourself thin you know, with four films a year. Mm-hmm. If you add in two X-Men movies a year you know, and, and a Sony movie, now you've really you know, spread your, your, your assets, meaning the... <laughs> <laughs> the the your employee assets, you you're spreading spread your employees' assets. What? Yes, you're split. You're you're spreading your employee this, assets. This one's getting like a super explicit, <laughs> really thin. You're you're really wide if you want to go the dirty route. I don't want to go the dirty route. Um, <laughs> you always. Want but the point of this was Chris was right, and I wanted to acknowledge that because, unfortunately, yeah, there have been many cases that he has been wrong on these things. I'd actually think if we went back, I'm more right than wrong. <laughs> we, I just missed a couple of big ones. You made me 50-50. Uh, I think I'm more right than wrong. But on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Right? I, the last time I checked, the, the toy industry hasn't listened to you because you're like, I want more articulation because I want it. So <laughs> you no, guys have to care about me. I'm rich. And nine, not actually nine, rich. $9 or $10 a figure for a three and three quarter uh, Rogue yeah, One. Yeah. yeah. Especially when the other ones are 20 bucks. Yeah, especially when the other ones were buy one get one half off at yeah Toys R Us. So uh, yeah, they still ended up paying forty dollars for each figure. I paid forty dollars for each figure. Well, no, I'm saying that's uh oh even with the buy one get one half off, you still end up paying. No, I got two. I got two figures for twenty or for thirty bucks. They're fifty. I still can't find the short trooper. I I don't think they exist anymore. I think those are all customs. At this point, one of the guys has the. He already has the the regular one. He's got the the next wave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're gonna wrap things up on that note. So uh, make sure to check us out at facebook.com slash nerdables. We're also on Twitter at nerdable show, and we're on Instagram as nerdables. Make sure you check out Chris and Sebastian on commentating every Wednesday. Not every Wednesday. Most Wednesdays. Most Wednesdays. Probably not gonna be this week because it's a skip week. And There's like one interesting book this week. So I'm like, <laughs> eh, I forgot. I was supposed to text yeah, very you before small, I went home. Uh, 
Very short episode. Yeah, I just uh, plus I've got seven billion dollars worth of DC Rebirth Returns to do this week. So <laughs> oh, this week. And make sure you check out Ethan, Mikey, and myself on the Walking Dead cast. Well, Mikey's actually on there. Mikey's been mm-hmm. on every week. Wow. Yeah, I never hear him. This is this. Oh, because I'm not listening. Maybe we'll we'll do a Star Wars one. We're talking about it. Well, well we probably start it with Catalyst. I think, no, I think we do start with we Rogue do one. the Rogue One review show as the start, and then you and I just go into the other ones. That sounds good. I'll go from there. I thought of uh, I thought of an, I've been trying to think of names for it. I thought of maybe uh, how about uh, well I'll say it now. Someone will steal it. Uh, that's true. That one listener in Idaho <laughs> went fourteen bucks for a movie ticket. <laughs> Those guys do it. One ticket. Everybody in California is rich. They're going. Wait, wait, wait. I still love when people are talking. Now wait, wait, wait. Now they're going. Wait, and Rich went to see Guardians of the Galaxy. Ninety dollars. No, we figured out. Oh, now we figured figured out out the math. Yeah, ninety dollars. You spent you spent an average of fifteen bucks a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's just like when you find out that what people make Mm -hmm. here, if you made it in other parts of the country, you're amazing. Yeah. You. you, Well, we. You know. I make. Crap, mm. like literally. That's the, I don't know how they get it into my direct deposit account, but somehow they, they wire just, crap. Yeah, okay. Through the, the digital form. So for Chris and Ethan, I'm R.I. Right, and we'll right talk to you there. next week. Like a big thing of crap in the Bank of America, in the middle of my account. The Bank of America just gives you a bunch of crap. Yep. Yeah, literally. Yeah, literally and figuratively. Oh my goodness.